I mean, would you have to perpetually keep the penguin in your freezer in order to keep it alive? Would you no. buy a second freezer just for the penguin to Maybe, be in there? Then, I guess. Wouldn't the get... penguin suffocate to death inside the freezer? Well, I guess you'd not have getting to. Air? Well, I guess you'd have to put like um some sort of air filtration like maybe those like fancy freezers in restaurants would probably be a better one a better place to put it can't relate to cancel culture hookup culture or victim culture (laughs) well neither could we we created this platform for those other girls Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast or our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Melanie. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. <laughs> I love how Melanie always like adds something extra. And Melanie is co-hosting. You should definitely watch it on YouTube or Rumble. <laughs> Because she's always doing something. I try to keep the people it. entertained. <laughs> and if you just listen, you miss it. Okay, so today we don't really have a lot on the docket, um, but we do have two like really fun openers. Melanie, can you do yours first? Okay, so I watched an IG reel earlier today okay. and it was this joke. So I'm going to try to retell the joke. Okay. I hope it's so. funny. I also too. It's either gonna like give us a giggle or be very anticlimactic. So, okay, here's the story. Okay, okay, so I bet I can make you either shake your head or say the word no by the end of the story. Okay. Okay. So there's a blue door and a pink door, Mallory. Which door do you walk through? Pink. Okay. There's a big car and a little car that's waiting for you outside as your Uber. Which car do you get in? Whichever car has the correct license plate. Oh, okay. Have you heard this? Have you heard this story before? No, I don't even know where you're going with it. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. That's good. that was literally it so that's how you you tell the that's the joke is you just you say random questions you make up a random story and then you ask so have you heard this before and then that's when the person's like no that's good you got me I was like am I winning okay I was winning I'm glad you thought it was good (laughs) that was good okay everyone listening I wonder if she got you if she got you let us know somehow (laughs) that'd be funny and then if you do it to someone else let us know (laughs) that's even funnier 
when my brother gets home, I'm 100% going to do it to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I want to start doing, we'll see. Um, oh, Vic's not here today. She um, had something else to do um, family-wise. And I wanted, to, I want to start doing this. We'll see. We'll discuss it. But um, I listen to, um, so sometimes I'll like listen to Reddit's being read out loud on YouTube at work. I just like to drown out noise so I can focus. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, I do that. And one of the ones I was listening to was questions to get to know people. And one of the questions, um, I think it'd be fun if we just did a question once a week, but we'll see. Um, one of the questions, this is one of the questions. Um, I'll read it to everyone. If you found a penguin in your freezer, what would you do? And it's a good way to like, see people's first reactions to things so if you found a penguin in your freezer melanie what would you do i just think that's a really random question (laughs) but like other than like a what's your personality type like i don't know yeah um, no but like questions like this like um enough like they said oh if you had if you won lottery, what what's the first thing you would do? Things like that, you can learn okay. more about people. Okay, so well, I guess my first question would would be: Is the penguin dead or alive? I would wonder how the penguin got there, and then I would do my best to safely take the penguin to my city's zoo in the hopes that there's like a <laughs> penguin. Yeah, in the hopes that there's a penguin doctor on staff who can, like, analyze the penguin, make sure it's safe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could call PETA or some other, like, animal justice, and they could give me advice on what to do. Animal control, I guess. Your city's animal control. No, I wouldn't call animal control. I would would want the penguin to, to, I would want their health to be good, and I would either want them to be released back into the wild or go live a happy life in the zoo which probably PETA would be against but Wait, so what what would animal control would animal control hurt it you know I guess that's right I guess animal control wouldn't hurt the penguin I just I don't know I guess my first the first phone call would be to PETA or like some other animal justice organization be like what do you recommend I do do you trust animal control because I wouldn't want them to kill the penguin and be like it's too much work to save this guy so that's what I would do okay okay are you gonna answer the question now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted you to go, what would you do? But what would you do? I don't know. I was kind of scared this was like a trick question or something. There was no. like a like a riddle to it. No, no, it's a legitimate question. If so, if I were to walk home and there was a penguin in my freezer, I would assume that it's alive in this scenario. And honestly, my first thing would be to like raise it myself to give it a hug (laughs) to (laughs) to get fish for it (laughs) keep it in my bathroom like calling somebody why would someone need to know well other than my instagram followers that definitely she'd have an instagram and yes i'm saying true she'd have an instagram (laughs) like i just that was my initial thought i didn't even think of the zoo (laughs) i mean okay 
you're right yeah. that does show like different like Person trains out. of thought mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's fun so <laughs> everyone listening what would you do if you found a penguin in your freezer how would you um how would you handle it um okay so that's the opener um anything you want to say about anything well I mean would you have to perpetually keep the penguin in your freezer in order to keep it alive would you buy a second freezer just for the penguin to be in there then I guess wouldn't the penguin suffocate to death inside the freezer well I guess you'd have to well I guess you'd have to put like um some sort of air filtration like maybe those like fancy freezers in restaurants would probably be a better one a better place to put it yeah those those, like walk-in freezers yeah that's and then add some lights you know maybe even like make a makeshift water pool thing for it get an above ground pool and add it it in the freezer and then just throw fish in there so it could yeah I would take care of it people don't need to know but I'm sure if I like was posting about it on Instagram and everything Peter would probably come and throw fake blood on my doorstep you know how they do the people okay it says penguins uh live in temperatures that range from 90 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit so I guess they don't have to live in a freezer. Okay. Now, 90 degrees and negative 70 seems like <laughs> complete extremes. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Um, I guess. That's what, what this, this Smithsonian Ocean website on penguins has to say. They wouldn't know. Where, so... Penguins live in like Antarctica. Is that the only place they're found? Or? It says, yeah, they live on the along the coast of Patagonia. Oh, Patagonia. On the sea ice of Antarctica. That's the only place they're found. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Where do penguins live? I kind of want a penguin now. Penguins so, are only found in the southern hemisphere. The greatest concentrations are on Antarctic coasts and sub-Antarctic islands. There are 18 species of penguins. Wow. Now that we're talking about penguins, it reminds me I used to have a <laughs> stuffed penguin named Pingui. And I wonder, I don't remember what happened to Pingui now that I think about it. Maybe Pingui worked his way to the sub- southern hemisphere. Maybe. I feel like my dad probably threw him away. Because <laughs> it was a stuffed animal, but there was a zipper so you could put stuff in it. Now I think about it, maybe it was a pillow. But man, penguins. Yeah. North Carolina is in the Northern Hemisphere. North Carolina is definitely not in the Northern Hemisphere. Well, that's according to the studiesweekly.com. <laughs> North Carolina is in the Northern Hemisphere. So is Texas in the Northern Hemisphere? Let's see. <laughs> I don't, I I think so too. Okay, then I felt a little bit better. 
all locations on Earth that are north of the equator. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I feel a little better then. Where does the equator run through again? Texas is over two thousand miles north of the equator. Let's see. The equator is halfway between the North and South Poles. Okay, so based on this map of the world, the equator is, um, well, in our continent, well, in, is in Latin America. It runs through Brazil, like the northern part of Brazil. Okay, that's and, what I was thinking. Yeah. Hmm. Interessante. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it runs, it runs through Ecuador, Colombia, and Brazil. That, that's, oh. you know, in yeah, South in America. America. Yeah. Yeah, course. and it also runs through countries in Africa and the Maldives. Oh, Indonesia oh. and Kiribati. Yeah, there's 12 countries that it runs through. No, I, 13. I imagined Indonesia cold. I don't know why. No, I imagine it hot. Really? Yeah. I, guess I, I wonder why I'm imagining it cold. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Well, yeah. I wish... I had a pet penguin now. <laughs> All of this is the entirety of the United <laughs> States and Mexico is in the northern hemisphere. Okay. Geography lesson, everyone. <laughs> and all this came from the question of what would you do if you found a penguin in your freezer? Let us know. <laughs> um, okay. I guess we should just get into it. Uh, this will probably be a shorter episode. A lot has happened this week not really i guess a lot has happened but there's some things i don't want to touch yet until we get more information um for example the border situation i don't want to touch yet until we get more information and the arizona audits just so everyone knows i don't want to touch yet until we get more information the results came out today but i do want to get a little bit more well today that we're recording um but i want to get a little bit more information before we even touch that um so are you ready for some tea clink um <laughs> okay so um what does Vic say these are the top stories we think you should know about she says it better than me. Okay. Anyway, um, so today's story, the first story is um, about Theranos. Have you heard of Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes? Oh, good. I want to do a full episode about this. But anyway, so Theranos um, is a company that claimed that it invented a machine that could test for dozens of diseases with just a single drop of blood. Five years after Elizabeth Holmes fall from grace, the firm's founder gets her day in the United States court. The United States prosecutors are out for blood, or more accurately, 20 years of jail time and nearly a $3 million fine for Elizabeth Holmes, the disgraced former CEO of Theranos. 
a once glitzy $9 billion tech startup that claimed it was changing the world of healthcare with one drop at a time. And her heyday, the turtleneck wearing raspy voice Holmes was held <laughs> as a disruptive, I'll have to tell you about the voice in a second, as a disruptive genius and investor darling who claimed Theranos had created proprietary technology, a machine called the Edison that used a tiny drop of blood to screen for a variety of medical conditions, touting, touting it as the future of lab testing technology. Okay. So really quick, for those that don't know, I'm going to kind of like sum up what happened. I definitely want to do an episode about this because I find it very interesting. And there's absolutely a lesson um, in regards to this. So essentially, this lady, Elizabeth Holmes, she created this company that um, said that it was going to do this one thing. She got billions of dollars. She even had like a little few things in Walgreens. I want to say even Kroger. I could be wrong. So don't Walgreens for sure, but I I could be wrong about Kroger. But the point is like major, two major like company or two major store brands had her technology in their store and she got all this money. Turns out the things she said that it could do, her company could not do. Okay. So it tested blood. Melanie, this is the worst thing I heard. So I heard this on um, Megyn Kelly's show. They talked about it a little bit on the episode I listened to today. And once I get more, do more research on this and we do an episode, I'll be able to confirm this. But so a lab was using her technology and because it was faulty and it wasn't working or whatever to test for blood, right? This, they, the results came back and they thought that a lady miscarried. So they were going to start doing things from her blood. They thought they could tell she had miscarried. So they were going to start doing things, you know, if you miscarry, you have to take different things to help you pass it, things like that. They were going to start, they were going to give it to her, but she had not miscarried. She went and got a second opinion. Thank God. Yeah. So like that is evil. And so the thing about the voice is she used to talk with like a, she purposely would talk with a deep voice to make her seem more masculine. And she would wear the same outfit, like a turtle, a black turtle, like, like Steve Jobs. I think cause she was trying to be like one of the boys, but her thing, like that was her thing. Like she had a deep, she would make her voice deeper. I wish I could, let me see if I could find like the sound bite to play or something. Never mind. I don't think I can. Um, but like a deep voice, she would like make her voice deeper and she would wear like a <laughs> turtleneck and like just turtleneck and like pants. Cause you know, like norm, I mean, if you come into my office, I'm wearing dresses and you know, my hair is down. I have my high pitched girly voice. Hello, blah, blah, blah. But that's not how she did it. Um, anyway, her she's now on trial because she essentially costs all these for fraud because she costs all these investors money and she could have really hurt people. What are your thoughts on this? Are you looking her up? Yeah, I'm looking up her <laughs> voice. Okay. Let yeah, look see. up her voice. Let me see if I can play it. I, I, there's a, a 30 second video that says her real voice. Okay, yeah, see if you can play it and then maybe it'll play both. It was a that's an ad. 
No, it was a clickbait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, let me see. But I see what you're talking about, like with the turtleneck. Yeah, she's she did all this stuff. Try, I, I honestly think she's just trying to be one of the boys, which ladies, we are beautiful, wonderfully made the way we are. You do not have to try to be one of the boys. Um, let me see. Well, I think it's sad that like this is the reality we live in of like want her wanting to be respected wanting to be seen as an equal so feeling like I have to wear a turtleneck and I have to lower my voice and I empathize in a way for example like with my new car oh yeah I went yes so I'm a car owner now ladies yes um so for example today I went to buy some parts that needed to be bought and I'm gonna take it to be worked on tomorrow and I purposefully like wore a baseball cap (laughs) walking (laughs) to the place like I'll wear hats with the purpose of like sun protection but the but today it was purposefully like I uh, like I'm trying to you know look like why are you laughing are you about to like spit <laughs> up your teeth what's so funny <laughs> for sun protection I'm sorry that's really funny I do wear hats <laughs> for sun protection oh I know you do I know you do <laughs> that's why that was just really funny to me I'm glad it made you laugh so today I was wearing my hat you know for fashion and then I was also wearing like this like I don't know this uh like 1980s like uh raincoat sweatshirt thing I I forgot the word but anyways I dressed no I'll just show you like this thing Oh, yeah, what are those jackets? What do you call this? Uh, a jacket? Yeah, but it's like, you guys, for those listening, it's like a, a track suit. No. Yeah. Yes, yes, like a track, like that plasticky material, right? Yeah, so, like, it's rainproof. Anyways, so I wore that purposefully, because I'm like, I gotta be respected at this place. <laughs> and another thing, too, is the whole time... Um, um of like trying to work out what parts do I need blah 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 it was Jerry my boyfriend making the phone calls and not me because I've heard from my mom that in the past she's had it that she's been taken advantage of at car places because they assume you're a female equals you don't know what you're talking about yeah and what sucks is in some cases <laughs> that may or, or may not be true for the people you are listening to. Um, yeah. But like it still shouldn't warrant being taken advantage of right. and not treated as an equal. Right. So anyways, yeah, I'm just saying like I can relate to Elizabeth Holmes and her being like, I gotta dress a certain way to be like one of the boys. And yeah. Okay, I think I found a video with her voice really quick. Okay. So you can hear it. Ever since she became a national figure. Okay, that's not it. Ah! Okay. All right. <laughs> I goofed. 
This is my time. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I just ah, sorry, everybody. Yeah, like I'll make a I can't do more than one thing. That traditionally have to be drawn from an arm. But it turns out it may have been all an act, a put on to make her sound more authoritative. People who knew her uh, before she became the Elizabeth Holmes with that baritone voice, many of them do point to the fact that her voice definitely sounded different beforehand. A professor who taught Holmes at Stanford remembers Holmes' voice as sort of high pitched when she was an undergraduate student. Then came the big switch. She says with this low voice, and I'm like, oh my. Okay, let me see if they're on. Um, That's a low voice. Yeah. I, what? <laughs> that must be such a strain on like her vocal cords. I know. Over I time. know. Okay, this wait. Is what happens when you work to change things? And first they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world. And um. I, I have to say, I, I okay, personally wait. was shocked to see that. Okay, everybody. Voice. Sorry, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is what her voice? when you work to change things. And yeah. first they think you're crazy, then they fight you. And then all of a sudden you change the world. And um, I, I have to say, I, I, I personally was shocked to see that the journal would publish something like this. Her voice, her deep baritone voice. <laughs> I just want you guys all to hear the... Yeah, no, we heard it. No, all those were the deep ones. Or Megan oh, Kelly. Oh, so now you want to expose her real. Yeah, or Megan Kelly. She, voice. She played. Somehow Megan Kelly had the regular. Oh, oh well. Maybe I'll find it and link it somewhere for you guys. But so just so you know, everyone listening, this is what it on the video. I don't know how true this is, but the video says. Research shows that women with lower pitched voices are viewed as stronger, more competent, and more trustworthy. Elizabeth Holmes has a naturally high-pitched female voice, but intentionally lowers her voice because of this reason. This has been identified as uh, sociopathic behavior. Okay, that last sentence, I don't know about all that, but... Okay, wait, wait, this might be it. What do you imagine Theranos to be like in 20 years? What, how's it going to affect our lives or touch our lives? We, we want to be... Um, no, that's the deep voice again. Whatever. All right. But yeah, you guys, look it up. Maybe yeah. we'll have a better... Like, if you spent time finding it, I'm sure there's videos that's comparing it, but she would lower her voice. Anyway, so the whole thing is low. Like, she scammed all of these people, and it seems like um, she knew what she was doing, to me it sounded like a lesson in pride like she really wanted to become rich do this thing quote-unquote help people because the idea is like you only have to get one prick so you don't have to do all these get all these shots and uh get if you need medicine or figure out different things or um to get lab testing one little prick and it will just do all this wide range of things um but that's just impossible where we stand or at least she wasn't able to do it and um it seemed like so she was trying to save the world but she got prideful when she realized like okay this isn't working because there was at one point they were sending their stuff to like excuse me to like third party companies and like pretending like they were doing it in their own mm-hmm. um but yeah she's and on trial now what i want to say about what you said about like the false um diagnosis of the miscarriage that just goes to show like 
it's always best to err on the side of caution and get a second opinion on things. Yes. And an example of that I would say would be like, I feel like in the pro-life movement, we often hear stories of people who say like, yeah, they told my mom that I had Down syndrome or they told my mom that I had some other disease or disorder or, you know, the mom saying, yeah, they told me my child was diagnosed and then I got a second opinion or I told them, I don't care. I love my child regardless. And their child came out with, you know, the regular amount of chromosomes and et cetera. They came out like everybody else, most of us, you know, so it just goes to show it's always best to be like, you know what, doctor, thanks. Um, I'm going to go get a second opinion. Yeah, it's fine. Like that is your medical autonomy to do that. And we shouldn't feel pressured to be like, oh, okay. Uh, if you say so, uh, you know, like, yeah. Imagine right if away. they did something. Yeah. Imagine if they did something like right away, how terrible that she would be charged with murder. If that was, if I found that out, I would have her charged with murder. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like if if like my doctor said that I had miscarried and I had to to help this how to to if they're like oh you need to drink this thing because your child has miscarried and we want to help you pass it or something like that? Yeah. If they had said something be, like that and that would hurt my child. Yeah, that would be an abortion because that's one of the ways to remove the body of a dead baby is through an abortion exactly so So she would be charged like if that if i had gone through with that because of that false information i would charge her with murder Mm, now i guess i personally wouldn't because yeah you're saying you as the mom yes as the mom yeah i'd be like like, oh she needs that person or that company is responsible for the death of my child yeah Yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah and that makes sense and wouldn't that like work under the law but then somehow I don't know it's just like well I mean like more like broadly like not just Texas of how you know if a pregnant woman is killed it's a double homicide Mm -hmm. but and let's say if somebody purposefully killed your pre-born child couldn't you file suit against that that person for murder of your of your pre-born child but then somehow abortion's okay because it's just a pregnancy slash clump of cells like I'm just saying like the logical like inconsistency yeah but I want to say too I think it's great like the medical advances that we do have like yeah and like I've met girls on the sidewalk who like they don't want a urine pregnancy test they want a blood pregnancy test and they say that because they're like yeah I've done all the urine tests but I really want to like confirm through my bloodstream um and I from what I know I think with a blood pregnancy test you can find out you're pregnant even sooner I think I think so than the urine and I think it's more accurate like I think it helps you track or I don't know like you probably can't have like a false positive yeah um that's what I mean pregnancy test Yeah. yeah so but that just goes to show like you know with with her system or device that she spearheaded that there's flaws you know Mm -hmm. and I mean 
who this could be possible one day it's just not possible right now Mm -hmm. okay next story (laughs) johnny depp says that it's an injustice that he's the victim of cancel culture no one is safe johnny depp is saying this y'all johnny depp thinks that what happened to him amid his very public battle of amber heard is an injustice Speaking to the press in Spain, the Pirates of the Caribbean star slammed cancel culture and issued a warning that no one is safe in the current climate. (laughs) It's so far out of hand now that I can promise you that no one is safe. Not one of you. No one out that door, he said on Wednesday in the San San Sebastian Film Festival per deadline. Depp and Heard both accused each other of domestic violence following their 2016 split. However, one second. A UK court essentially ruled in her favor when the actor's libel lawsuit against the son was dismissed, with a judge declaring it's substantially true. Depp abused Heard. The actor has maintained his innocence. Okay, what are you thinking about Johnny Depp saying that cancel culture is real? It is. But I have to go back to Kanye, y'all. Like, (laughs) I feel like cancel culture can't cancel you if you don't let it and so that's just how i try to live my life like yeah it's a thing johnny depp's not wrong but i just feel like if you keep saying like forget the haters i'm gonna keep going then they can't bring you down if you don't let them so i think it's well first of all you okay i agree cancel culture has gotten out of hand but here's a couple of things I think that Kanye, Kanye, unless Kanye literally murders someone, I don't see anyone fully canceling Kanye. He's too big. But I'll give an example of, so an example of cancel culture, I think, would be like Shane Dawson. Do you know who that is? Why do I recognize that name? He used to be a famous YouTuber. I just discovered him like, oh yeah Shane Dawson I used to watch his videos (coughs) yeah back in the day yeah I well I discovered him three years ago apparently when he was fading out but anyway so an example I would think cancel culture is what happened to him he lost a a lot of sponsorships this isn't that oh even the baby you heard what happened with uh, never mind let me just use yeah people probably don't know who the baby is um back to Shane Dawson so like Shane Dawson lots uh he lost sponsorships I'm pretty sure he lost his YouTube channel all this stuff like cancel culture can get you and I do agree like if you just don't let if you just keep going like so I'm thinking like if someone tried to cancel me I am a big fan of not saying anything like I'm a big fan there's times on my Facebook where like people miss um I'll use an example the most recent thing something happened on my Facebook I said something I didn't think what I said was wrong people said they felt shamed the people who said they felt shamed I respected them so I apologize no I said I this was not intended to make anyone feel shamed and I left it at that and then I just didn't respond to anything else anymore. I'm a big fan of just not, don't say anything. I think that if you don't say anything and just keep moving, I think you can avoid being, like you said, like I think to a certain extent, and depending on what you did, it could, you can avoid being canceled. 
I will say if I had sponsorships and people started pulling my sponsorships, like messing with my, as they say, my coin. Okay. Then I think that's a little bit like, okay. Like, I think that's a good example of being canceled. But like, if you just say something that's kind of out there, maybe, maybe apologize once, maybe correct it if people misinterpreted it and then just be silent. So what did he do wrong? I'm reading that like old know. old content of him resurfaced about like racism comments and minor I don't know. comments about minor. I just know he used to do silly videos about like investigating Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that. And I'm just like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but see he's still going he's still on youtube barely he just came really? back like a couple weeks ago check his instagram he barely posts now but also i think some of that is his doing because there's been people who cancel themselves which i think people who cancel themselves in my head i'm like you must i think they're just burnt out and they're like oh this is my way out oh dang he has not posted on youtube in a year yeah that's what i'm saying though his videos have millions of views and i'm pretty sure he's demonetized now and that's the thing like that's what i mean when it comes to like cancel culture and like doing things to other creators i think oh that's so sad like they took his like that's an income i mean you know i can make it a safe assumption that he's probably not hurting um financially but I also don't know. And there's also like, it's his coin. Now, once again, I don't really understand what he did. So I can't, maybe he did something super terrible and I just am not understanding it. But he, he looks, looks so different now. That like now is in like a year like, ago? Back like, in the day, a year ago too. Okay. Yeah. Shane Dawson, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But like he could still, he and anyone could keep posting on the gram if they really wanted to. Yeah. Like, he can keep making content if he really wanted to. I think my thing, not saying that you should post only if you're getting paid, but I do think that may, like if I'm, if I was doing the level of videos he did and I was not getting paid, like, doing there's doing videos for a hobby but like this man was putting on like full-on productions pretty much yeah if i was doing all that i was not getting paid i don't and then if you're doing all that you're not getting paid i'm assuming you have to have another job and let me tell y'all having a full nine to five and trying to do a podcast that puts out two episodes a week as well as trying to that's already hard enough i don't even edit our stuff i can't even imagine having to sit there and edit these full length productions pretty much yeah so yeah. i don't know i think um but i do think it's good that people are starting to talk more about cancel culture because like i said like when it starts messing people's money i think that's really wrong i think that hurts people i don't see yeah that's just it's wrong now you know people do things so for example if you follow me on instagram you'll see that i um deleted and gave a one star to okay cupid because of some of the things have you seen that yet melanie no so, oh, yeah on my instagram go check it out <clears throat> and uh 
So they posted about, well, you want to read what it says, Melanie, since you're on the gram? What you posted? Well, read what the, on the poster. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Okay. This is a poster by OkCupid, a dating app in like a subway. Mm -hmm. It says, it's okay to choose to only date someone who's (gasps) pro-choice. Scary. Not what I thought I heard about. I saw an ad that was like about oh my gosh, it's so weird. My phone's ringing and I don't see the notification on the screen. Like, it's still... Like it oh, that's kind of creepy. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Um, yeah, so I had seen an ad for them being like, it's okay to date pansexuals or like whatever your gender is. And then I also saw an ad about it's okay if you want to have more than one partner, like it's up to you to kiss as many people you want. I saw some ad or not like, not that I got the ad, but like I saw some. Yeah. Like on ad. social media. Well, they're doing. I don't want anybody to think I'm getting ads like that. <laughs> yeah. What have you been looking up? Um, yeah. So they also have some because of the whole pro choice thing. Well, what I did oh, was I deleted okay. it and I left a review. Um, and so for me, technically, I guess I wouldn't say that's canceling, but like, I think there's a difference between like standing up for your values. Okay. This is not something. And honestly, the idea of only pro-choice men being on there is kind of scary. Personally, <laughs> I think that's, that's terrifying. So, um, and I can, we can do a whole episode about how I feel about the men that stand outside with the bullhorns at love life. That's it, anyway. So, um, like I mentioned I left, they asked, why are you deleting it? And I explained, I don't want to support something that's anti-women. And I shared it because I do want people to know. And I'm not going to put my support, my money. Well, I don't pay money. I'm not going to put my support and my time to a company that does not align with my values. I feel like there's that. And then there's like, if I said, all right, let's look up everybody who's the executive at this place. And then we're going to go stand outside of their house with pitchforks and say, you hate women, you hate women. We're going to get groups and we're going to do it for 24 hours. That's a whole nother thing. You know, like I think, um, cause also too, I linked, um, abortion procedure, abortion procedures.com Hopefully whoever reads it will check it out. Who knows? You never know. So someone's um, heart could change. It's possible. I don't know. But someone's heart could change. So I, I don't think it'd be very effective to go marching outside of their home. But I do think like there is some um, credence in standing up and saying like, hey, this is not what I believe in. If Johnny Depp really was an abuser, I think there is some credence saying, you know what? I'm not going to support Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But turns out he wasn't the abuser. Turns out it was Amber Heard. And it sucks because everybody had had this image of him um, being this evil, awful person when it was really the woman. What? I just saw something on Instagram, so (laughs) turned it off. But (laughs) yeah, I, I mean domestic violence goes both ways mm-hmm. and i don't know at, at this if you're both equally like consensually fighting with each other and it's not just one person 
I don't know, like who, I think that's who the should point. be arrested at this point? Well, like, I think that was the point. Are both though. parties arrested? Well, no, no, no. But I think that's the point. Like he wasn't, like he was taking it. He wasn't doing anything back, from my understanding. Like okay. he was hurting her, and he stayed, and then it blew up, and he left. He was the abuser. No, she was the abuser okay but we all assume i'm sorry people not we people assumed it was just him or it was him in general because he's a man mm-hmm. but the courts and with proof i think there was something like she like i could be completely wrong but i think she like peed on his pillow at one point hello <laughs> like um. did something outlandish like that she did something outlandish like that and he just kind of like he yeah like she was doing all the crazy stuff but we just assumed because it was a man and a woman yeah cancel culture anyway that we kind of stopped talking about cancel culture for a second um anything else you want to say about the story um well I definitely wanted to like talk about like when a person is in an abusive relationship like you don't see it when you're in it and obviously we as outsiders we can look at a couple or we can hear a story and we think it's so easy to leave or in that relationship but like I said when you're in it you're you're you know horse blinders are on you're like you know what's the expression like your your like green goggles or like your glasses are on like like you know like that's blocking reality I, I don't know the expression right, oh that. when oh I it's a quote from Bojack Horseman when oh, really? you have red glasses on when you're wearing red goggles and you're when you're wearing red goggles all the flag all the red flags look just like flags let me look at the exact quote i know that's deep. i told you to start watching bojack horseman i told you Scared, i'll get depressed watching <laughs> um, I, I had a classmate once who would always talk about how like in the wizard of oz in the emerald city everybody wore green glasses and everybody thought that everything was green when really everything wasn't green they were just wearing green glasses or something like that or maybe that's in the wizard of oz book but yeah again the analogy is like you know when we're wearing when we have these horse blinders on and we're blinded and we can't see anything we think we have rose tinted glasses yes 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 okay so here's the quote really quick when you look at someone through rose tinted glasses okay sorry y'all when you (laughs) i thought i had okay here it is you know it's funny when you look at someone through rose colored glasses all the red flags just look like flags yeah remember that yeah ladies and those other guys yeah shout out to jerry yeah (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just to wrap this up too, I think as friends, we should also be there for our friends. And if you, and it is hard watching because 
I have an acquaintance. I wouldn't say we're friends. I'd say that we knew someone that introduced us um, who is in an abusive relationship. And she even went to the police, had a court date, and then turns out now she's back with him. And I'll admit, Um, it's kind of, yeah. And she she pretty much cut me. Well, she cut my other friend off completely and kind of cut me off. But like, we weren't super close to begin with. Anyway, it is kind of hard hearing that and seeing that especially after like you know seeing a few things that were definitely red flags it is very hard to see that but I think that as friends you know I think if she were to reach out to me and say I need help I would help as much as I could I would do whatever I can but I do think you know it's just being there for someone. I mean, if she cut, if your friend cuts you off, they cut you off. Like, there's not much you can do about that. You got to respect someone. If someone says, yeah. I can no longer have you in my life, you have to respect that. But I do think that, A, that's time for you to pray for them. And I do, I pray for this girl. I mean, sometimes some of her tweets are just heartbreaking. I have no idea why she keeps going back. But like you said, mm-hmm. when, like we were saying, rose colored glasses, all of rose these flags. glasses look just like flags mm-hmm. uh, all these red yeah, flags. but it's important too even if you get them mad to call like call things out or you know get them help because you can potentially save a life you can keep someone safe yeah and and too even if they're mad at you in the moment it can be one of those things that later on they say thank you for saying something like thank you for you know caring about me enough even though you knew I was going to get on you, that you still said something, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, sometimes when people are in situations like that, they have to go to shelters. Yeah, and, and, can I do it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you run low on your pads and tampons, ladies. I know how it is. You're out and about, you get your period. What? What do I do now? You forgot to pack an extra tampon in your purse. What were you thinking? Why did you not prepare? But guess what? You know, it's that time of year again. We are collecting money for pads and tampons for women in shelters in North Carolina. One of the least donated items in shelters are pads and tampons. What? Yes, it's true. So we are stepping in to help fill the gap for these women last year the goal was 200 dollars, and we exceeded that goal ladies and we bought 792 pads and 296 tampons that's right so let's surpass that goal this year acts 20 verse 35 in all things i have sown shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the lord jesus how he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive can i get an amen mallory amen amen Amen. 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 (laughs) okay (laughs) that was good that was good hey we have one more article we're going to talk about yeah, and then we'll wrap it up. Hello, everybody. Just, just wanted to say that that Kingman Lee, that's his last name, right? Kingman Lee? Yeah. Kong. Yeah, that was a it's great Kong. episode. Oh, Kong, Kongman Lee. Yeah, that was a great episode. Thank you. I'm I appreciate glad you... I appreciate oh, you... the shout out. You want to talk yeah. about his last article with us? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Came back from Austin. Oh, nice. So we're kind of talking about something. Are we allowed to say that you? Yeah, I work. Okay. I work as a pro-life lobbyist, so I okay. definitely was tracking this today. He was okay. So just oh, I want to hear what you have to say then. And this I wanna, is news to me. And I want to brag about Jerry really quick. For those that don't know, he's like in the picture of all the pro-life people that helped with the bill. Like if you zoom in the back, you see him. I mean, I'm there. Yeah, I was there to to show support. He's in. Um, okay. <laughs> Anyway, Jerry is a really cool person and he is doing a lot for the preborn in Texas. We need more Jerry's around. Thank you. The yeah, it's, a, it's not, not a common name, but so is this is this what Jerry y'all are talking about? Jerry is definitely a common name. Yeah, I have an uncle Jerry. Name. Why would you say that? There's, Her dad's My dad's name is Jerry. Name's Jerry. <laughs> My dad's insurance guy's name's Jerry. I swear I met another Jerry like today. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, anyway, so um, our next story is the House just passed a bill meant to counter the Texas-style abortion ban. Boo. Boo. The U.S. House on Friday, which is the day we're recording, approved a bill that Democrats say will protect a person's access to abortion. Passage of the Women's Health Protection Act, I'm using quotes for those that are listening, Um See, I got all caught up and I lost my place. Okay, passage of the Women's Health Protection Act to floor is a response to a Texas law that essentially bans abortion after six weeks before most people realize they are pregnant. The U.S. Supreme Court refused to block the law after taking effect, although the decision leaves the door open for future challenges. The Senate version of the bill sponsored by Connecticut Democrat Richard Blumenthal Blumenthal has 47 co-sponsors, although it's unlikely to garner the support of Pennsylvania Democrat Bob Casey, who has previously voted for abortion restrictions, and West Virginia moderate Joe Manchin, who Joe, um, the Women's Health Protection Act will protect the person's ability to decide to continue or end a pregnancy and would enshrine into law healthcare providers' ability to offer abortion services prior to fetal viability without restriction imposed by individual states like requiring special admitting privileges for providers or imposing waiting periods. It also prohibits the restriction of abortion after fetal viability when in the good faith medical judgment of the treating healthcare provider, continuation of pregnancy would pose a risk to the pregnant patient's life, pregnant patient, pregnant patients life or health republicans argue that the bill goes too far essentially limiting the state's ability to regulate or restrict abortions so in layman's uh, terms yeah this is this is them when they say they want to codify roe into the um into the constitution i believe so this is the most radical push and this is, you know, that knee-jerk reaction that comes with, uh, you know, when we do do uh, put in protections for women and all that, and for the preborn especially. So I have a quick question: Is this something that came up randomly, or has this been in the works for a while? No, this is this has been a a, a bill that has I, I I was tracking it. Um, and saw that it was it was introduced last legislature in 2019, I believe. Okay. Um, 
but it's up, you know, it's kind of in the U.S. House of Representatives, it's it's really just the speaker who, who really says we're going to have a vote for this, yeah. depending on the, the political climate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had this in their back pocket, but this is something that's been on the the, the Democratic's, um, Democrat Party's agenda uh, whenever they were, you know, campaigning. So it, it is really terrible. Um, that's why it was really important, especially when when uh, the Georgia elections were happening, you know, why it was so important to keep the, the Senate. Mm-hmm. So now, now really all it comes down to is Senator Manchin. And he, I mean, he could really just be bought out. Um, but if he really does truly believe that, you know, life, life is, is worth protecting, then he will, he will vote against his party. Uh, just like how we have a, a pro-life um, Democrat in the texas house and senate so we got a, we got a couple wow. of those so you know really? it's, who's in the house uh representative Gian, and then there's oh. another one i believe his name is abel oh. so nice you know and it really does come down to to family and faith and, and traditions that you know they're they represent in their communities so but sorry i, I was i was taking it away go ahead no no that's good and that was good like breaking it down um since you're here i have another question um so, or no, I have a statement. This is, I'll say, a positive out of this shows that, like, the what happened in Texas really is scaring them. So it shows that, like, because, yeah. you know, there's sometimes I feel like we do different things or, like, pro-life legislation passes and, like, you know, pro-aborts don't really say anything because they're like, huh, that's, that's nothing. We can get around that. But I feel like them, you know, scrambling, it feels like almost to put something to, well, you said it's been here since 2018, but like, like you said, she can pick and choose what they vote on to like hurt them pulling this out. Like it just shows that they're kind of like, they're nervous. They're, yeah. Um, they're, there's a puppet master at play, you know, yeah. it's, it's all contingent, but yeah. What I what I wanted to comment on that is how you're saying how she brought it up. It is because of of the Texas heartbeat law, and in a way, it's they see that other states are gonna be you know they've Florida's already introduced I was it. Gonna say, yeah. Other states have have said, look, it works. Like let's let's roll with this. Let's let's start protecting um, preborn life. Um, but the one thing that I do want to comment, and this is something maybe an entirely different subject or another episode. But on my drive down here to San Antonio, I was watching the uh, the results of the Arizona audit. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, pause, were- pause, 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 pause. Sure. We're going to do... Okay, so I want to talk about that when we have more information. Okay, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I- I'm not going to talk you about can... the audit in its, in its like, okay. specifically. Yeah, explain how that connects. But, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, is if, if you really tune in to what the media is playing versus what is like further down the news, you know, uh, line, what is, what, it, what are the articles, what is the actual news story that is trying to be buried? Because I learned uh, early on, I think this was during the, the 2016 election, is that they will, there will be stories that sensationalize something and distract us from what is actually going on that's important that's going on in the government. And one of the things that I learned, you know, while all of this is happening, while we're watching, and I, I listened to that episode where you guys were talking about, uh, you know, the Gabby, Gabby case, mm-hmm. you know, everyone is, everyone is, is getting distracted by that, but not little do they know that 
uh, Hunter Biden was confirmed that he did have child pornography on his laptop. Um, that was a story. The other story, I'm trying to remember, there, there was just so much that was going on. And then I, I see the audit going on and I'm just like, okay, well, you know, how come this is not, you know, making know. headlines? I saw so, today that the results came out and I was like, oh, I didn't even know they were doing it. <laughs> yeah, there's another important story that I remember. Um, I think, honestly, I think the, 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 Dem, the Democrats that are in power in Congress and higher up leadership, they're seeing maybe the shift in political and something, you know, they're, they're looking ahead, which is why they're trying to push all their radical agenda, um, you know, before something happens, like all the states audit and it, you know, the truth finally comes out. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I am someone that recognizes, <laughs> look, you know, they're, they're doing something over here, but really it's, you know, they're just trying to distract us from the real news. And I think, uh, what's his name? Ricky Taylor. Ricky Taylor. It's just like what Ricky Taylor makes his TikToks about. He'll be like, he'll dance, he'll do this funny yeah, dance. So funny. And like he'll be like pretending like he's the media distracting us. And then yeah. Yeah, you have to watch it. And honestly, if anybody like knows him or just mess, like I said, we need to have a he'll messaging like, campaign. He'll say, like, come on the broadcast. He'll pretend like he's like the like, let's say like the real stories behind him. And but he's like, hey, look over here. And then he's like, and he like does like a sexy dance. Like he's the media trying to distract us from the like the real story that's happening. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to follow this guy because I feel like you bring him up a lot lately. He's really he's so funny. He he like hits the nail on the head, hits okay. the head on the nail. I love you, Ricky Taylor. <laughs> I so back, okay, back I'm gonna have to follow him. Um y'all are really hyping him up I hope he's funny um but yeah I think you also made a very good point that um they do so okay like we talked about in the episode with Gabby we were saying how like someone commented it's distracting us and I do think that so okay so this is what I think I think that everyday Sarah who finally got her dream job to report the news isn't trying to distract you I think like maybe people in the back are so but like everyday Sarah sees a story it's like oh this is good like this this is interesting so she'll like talk about it and then it will grab people's attention so then they'll be like oh yes good job Sarah or they might even show Sarah but I just my fear of always saying like the media is distracting you is like Sarah, who finally got her dream job to be the news anchor. Yeah. Why not? But I, I mean, do they, think they could or maybe or may not be in cahoots. Um, but it's definitely more of probably producers, yeah. owners of the media companies. Because you know there's only really, isn't it like six media companies in the entire yeah, lo- world? Local news is not local. And I'll and I'll send you a video maybe you can like put in the description for people to watch. And it's Are you so about the one where they do the and a blah da, 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 yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all creepy. repeating the same script. And it's super yeah. it's so scary and it really like opens your eyes of like wow, you know, there is a narrative. There is stuff that they're pushing and you know people people yeah I mean, I'm not to say it's not true or anything like that. Yeah. But but the possibility is there, so. And I but, think what, oh, so really quick, sorry on this. I think what also, like, makes me, like, nervous, I guess, with all of that is, like, I'm nervous of not knowing 
what I get nervous thinking about okay they're trying to like tell us or hide something from us so I have to figure out what it is I have to know and then I get like caught up in like oh gosh me caring about this one story means they don't care about this but it's not that I don't care about it it's also that like I don't know about it because they're hiding it so then I, I'm like I have to hide it I think I just get all like oh, I gotta figure it out and I think that's why like yeah that'd be a good question to ask your listeners is you know how do they consume their news and, and what you know, what do they consume? Is yeah. it from social media? Is it from the mainstream? Is it from, you know, online news articles? Because I think we we need to better ourselves. I agree. Responsible, like, you know, information takers. Yeah, I definitely know I need to do better. I get a lot of mine from, I don't want to say social media because it's usually articles from other news sources on like Twitter and Facebook but I do want to be better like I want to be I want to have more diverse because I get a lot of right-wing news I'll admit that like a lot of the stuff I consume is right-wing and I want to have a good balance because I mean that's how you can make more intellectual decisions even though I do watch um world news which to connect that back to what we were talking about today um David Muir he's the host of world news tonight um he said he was like yeah and it's probably not going to pass through the senate so the fact that he thinks it's not also makes me feel better because he's on the left so the fact that he thinks it's not kind of makes me feel better because that makes me think that like they're afraid so you know yeah that's good yeah I want to say too that because I know in this article it says in in the good faith medical judgment of the treating healthcare provider continuation of the pregnancy would pose a risk to the pregnant patient's life or health so it's saying like that through this new um bill that the house is trying to pass um it would prohibit restricting an abortion i guess in the case of life of the mother but and mental health so it really just opens the door for everything yeah um yeah it says life of the mother or health but i want to say that in texas like through the law that we have now in place there is the exception for if there if there ever is a case that there truly is somehow the the life of the preborn human and the mother's life are at risk um for an abortion however that is extremely rare like pro-life OBGYNs will tell you like that is a very extreme scenario and that there are pro-life alternatives for example like one example would be just inducing labor (laughs) you know instead of an abortion you can induce early labor and or you can perform a C-section, you know, if inducing yeah. labor is not possible. So that's one or a couple alternatives rather than abortion. So, um, but that there is that, you can think of it, I guess, like an exception in the law. But if it truly is, um, if somehow the preborn human is really like causing a harm to the life of the mother, which is again, extremely rare, based off of what pro-life OBGYNs have said, then it's ideally a good doctor is going to save as many lives as possible. A good doctor is going to treat both mom and preborn child as equal patients. So a good doctor is going to try to save 
the life of both mom and baby. But if by, you know, saving their lives, somehow the preborn human dies, then that's not like technically an abortion. Like how, like, you know, a girl who's had consensual sex and says, I don't want this inside of me, you know, I'm getting an abortion. It's like different scenarios. So I just want to put that out there because like sometimes a pro-life doctor in trying to save the life of the mother and hopefully also sustain the life of the baby, if the baby dies, then that's not like an abortion in the traditional sense. So there is that exception in the Texas law. So this is like saying this house bill is trying to make it imply that it's not in that there. we don't have that exception for life of the mother and it's written in the law for <laughs> that and i think i quoted that in our episode on the texas law i feel like you did and also too i started putting out clips everyone so just melanie talking about the texas thing is on our youtube channel if you want to hear it or if you want to share it just nice. a clip of us talking about texas um but Um, I think this also has to go to a little bit kind of sort of what Jerry was saying too about like the like um, puppet masters over um, overseers trying to change language to make it seem like um, we to a play on language because they know what so um social media has been saying so it makes it seem like oh yeah we're gonna fix what these evil pro-lifers have done um, so last thing on this really quick, and then we're going to ho- go ahead and wrap it up. Um, last thing on it is if you are interested in emailing your U.S. senator to stop abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy, I will link that for you. It's the Students for Life. They have a little web link thing easy. I'll link it um, in the description and on our page with all of our links and things like that. I'll link it there. And it's just easy to let your senator know because this is something um, that we really, really need. And even if you aren't necessarily um, super pro, even if you're like, well, I think there should be exception for blah, blah, blah. I think we can all agree that um, up until all nine months of pregnancy, that's outlandish. I think that is something, and what, and either of you know the percentage of people who are against that? Is it like 71%? I feel like that's kind of high. 71%? I don't know. No, I don't have those. those okay, well, there's a percentage somewhere out there if you want to look it up, somebody listening. Um, there's a high percentage of people who do not believe in abortion on demand for all nine months. Um, there's a lot of people who are pro-abortion but that is too much for them and this law this act that they want to implement will allow that so if you're listening and you don't consider yourself pro-life I think you can definitely get behind not this like this is too radical so yeah Mm -hmm. so do you guys have anything else you want to add okay go ahead I did find it in the law that talks about the um that exception for like medical emergencies is how it's worded okay so it's called it's under a section titled exception for medical emergencies so uh if a physician believes a medical emergency exists um then um 
then the physician who performs or induces an abortion under circumstances shall make written notations in the pregnant woman's medical re record of the physician's belief that a medical emergency necessitate necessitate necessitated the abortion okay, and the medical exactly. condition yeah of the pregnant woman yeah i did a, a public information request you know seeking you know because in texas uh the abortionists abortion doctors they have to you know really really with for paperwork if that's going to happen they have to submit that for reports and keep documentation mm -hmm. that's what it says yeah so you we have to submit that so we we did an information request to see you know in years past how many you know cases have that and it's Ooh, and it's very minuscule i can't well, say i can't i can't say the number but it's very why can't you say the number because it's not for me to say you said it was a public job. information yeah well, but, but it's still we well, don't want to compromise his job <laughs> it's very minuscule basically but yeah so by minuscule are you saying the number yeah it's what does minuscule mean tiny very like nothing at all so anyways <laughs> so 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 it's it's basically the same same like arguments people make of like well, what about for cases of rape and incest like if you look at the numbers truly you know it's well tell us the numbers then um no no this is just something that we know is is, is almost less than one percent but i thought you said you got this from like a public record or public information i don't have that in front request. of me like you don't remember could... was it anyway. a thousand women a hundred women 20 women in the state of texas Melanie, we don't want him to get in trouble with his job i don't see how he would get in trouble if it's public record like if anybody Melanie, can just submit to the state to asking. the views on this podcast express my 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 views i don't care no, job, it, it would it wouldn't but but there there is a reason i just don't i so is the reason that you don't actually know the numbers well, it's, you're it's, lying to the people no because it's gonna be it's gonna be used in our so basically y'all they do this all the time this is how it is you don't want to show your cards so basically anyways um yeah, I'm glad Minus, you guys got a glimpse. Minuscule is extremely small or tiny. Okay, but basically, you put out a public information request to the state of Texas to find out how many women have had abortions based off of medical emergencies, mm -hmm. and you're saying that the number is extremely little. Yeah. Okay. If, if it you heard that, folks. So, so it's you know they just put it in there, anyways. Uh, so, I, so saying like we need abortion in cases of the life of the mother is equal to saying. Not that they're the same, but equal to saying like rape and incest. Like it's like is that small? They're they're using percentage. they're using those you know the emotional play on that, and like I said, I'm not trying to to you know discard or, or you know downplay any any of those those uh, cases or trauma because they do exist and we hear about them, but but usually we hear about them in the sense that you know they choose life and and it's part of their healing. But they, but a, a lot of the times that the pro-abortion, pro-abortionists will always go to that because they want to make you feel bad. They want to say mm -hmm. like, well, you know, the exceptions things is really just the emotional um, argument, you know. You know, it's so interesting that you say that because think about it now, it's almost like the pro-abortion movement will use the emotional appeal, you know, side of of rhetoric of trying to persuade you and in the pro-life side i feel like it's more 
data statistics wow and like we can sprinkle we can sprinkle stories in there too and Mm -hmm. you know we do but it's like we have the science Mm -hmm. the data well the one time we were on campus we did a display that had like onesies and it, it represented you know um i forget how many babies were aborted in a day no that it was it was socks it was one side of the onesie said the reason why a woman chose abortion for that child and then the other side of the abortion of the of the onesie was the reason why a woman would choose life so it says like grandma supported my mom and we did it together or like mom was able to get a scholarship to continue school and she held me at graduation or like something like that. So some guy came up to us and he's like, you guys are just using the emotional, you know, hey, this is this, you guys are wrong. You're sick for using the emotional to, to back your argument. I'm just like, so I, I followed him to his class. I said, Hey man, I'll just, I'm here to come concern. And he's like, I can't talk. I gotta go. I gotta go. (laughs) They never want to stick around to talk. Mm -hmm. I remember that same day, a guy coming over, yelling at us I don't remember what exactly he said but I remember as he was walking away I yelled back at him like I have a uterus if you'd like to talk to me and of course he didn't but (laughs) because we talked about this earlier and it made me think of of an episode I saw just on Netflix okay is that what you sent me yeah so okay I was like uh why is he messaging me you have to watch this it is so good yeah it's on on netflix Netflix. okay yeah it's on netflix and i and i understand not not to be supporting netflix and everything but you know this is what we call opposition research but sometimes there's some good stuff on there Um, i think it's okay to watch certain things i don't think you're an evil person thank you uh so it's called the surgeon's cut is the name of the the series is a netflix series documentary and the first episode is called of season one is called saving life before birth and so they it it goes yeah it's so great. it's all about this mm-hmm. doctor who performs surgeries on the preborn babies in on utero. the babies in the, in the womb yeah fetal he he's whoa he's the one who innovated and so the there's life. so like if you watch the document it's it's only an hour long episode whoa. um but you can but he talks about like for example a mother was pregnant with triplets. And in trying to save the lives of all three of those babies, one of them died, but two of them still lived, I think. But anyways, it just truly shows you how there's life in the womb and how that there is ways of trying to save the life of the baby that will then save the life of the mom and that both can be treated as equal humans, equal patients. That's beautiful. Maybe we can do a live tomorrow or another day talking about that episode i'll watch it maybe we can all do a live and we can like discuss it that okay that's really cool i love stuff like that the show is the surgeon's cut and it's the first episode saving life before birth and so every episode's like on a different surgeon doctor so but that's the first one okay i'll make i'll link very pro-life I think episode I guess or something like that I'll, I'll put that in the show some in an article blog post um that's cool all right everybody <laughs> thanks for listening um is there anything else you guys want to add any more thoughts on any topics we've talked about tonight this is why voting pro-life first matters y'all mm-hmm. and like it just occurred to me the other day like 
if if people weren't coming out to vote pro-life first in Texas, we wouldn't have the heartbeat law that we have now. Like our votes mattered to make that a reality. Yes. And two, our voices also matter in telling our legislate legislatives what legislators that's so and representatives representatives our our senators representatives what's important to us so i definitely encourage everyone to email your u.s senator to stop abortion demand through all nine months because even if you're pro-choice some exceptions you can agree um to some extent and you don't want abortion they're all nine months no exceptions taxpayer funded yeah good jerry you want to add anything well i i listened to to uh Kong, kongman lee's episode again because I, I just i really loved it oh i'm and so glad to hear that listen twice? yeah listen twice i have oh. an hour and a half drive and i love that so much man also, i want to get you a t-shirt I listen. We listen. I listen. We listened it. We listened to it uh, while we were driving to my birthday dinner, which was all you can eat sushi. Yeah, I listened Ooh. to it. He was like halfway through, and then he like went back and started it over for me to hear it all. And yeah, it was and, then, and then that was when we heard uh, Victoria. Right, uh-huh. she was like, "Hey, Jerry," and Melanie was like, looked at me like. <gasps> <laughs> it, was, it was funny it was, it was good you're, you're such a unique person because not only are you a viewer like a, a a listener but then you get to to be on the show yeah i hope yeah. you have a contest for your listeners so maybe someone can just random you know get on the show anyways sorry oh, what i was gonna say fun. is that the, the kongman lee episode shout out to you kongman uh is i really like honed into when he was saying like what was his like red pill moment which was like uh, actually watching the entirety video of when, you know, Donald Trump was talking about the border and all that kind of stuff and how he realized like, wow, you know, I, I based my emotional, you know, feeling or, you know, thought just on the clip that they showed that said a, t- a totally different narrative versus the entire thing, in, you know, based in context. So what I wanted to say is what's happening in the border right now, if you're paying attention in, in Del Rio, you might have seen a picture that circulated that look and even even the even Biden uh, had mentioned it and, you know, condoned it, that this picture was circulating that it looked like uh, one of the Border Patrol agents, you know, was grabbing the grabbing one of the, the migrants um, and it looked like, you know, he was whipping them. And that's what everyone was saying. But it was really just the rain. And I remember seeing that. I remember seeing this in social media, like saying, like, does everyone know, like, how how rains, you know, work? So just because of that picture, what it, how it looked like, if you just took a glance, it would have looked, you know. So I highly encourage you to to do research to to not fall for the the quick to you know think narrative that they might be trying to push. So, and I would like to do a little talk on that another episode because I mean, so here's the thing. I think when we talk about this, we have to recognize that um, I know what I saw. To me, as someone who is not from a board, not from Texas, I don't know anything about horses other than they go gallop sometimes. Like I, I've never like, I've been on them at like little country things you go to to send your kids, let's get a picture. Like that's my (laughs) extent with horses. So I'm going to be like, I was one of those people like, oh my, I can't believe they would do that to another human being. So I think that you're very right. Cause I have been seeing people explain like really what's going on. Um, 
if you're listening <laughs> that was really funny anyway um so i have been seeing people explain what's really going on um and jerry's right we do have to I think that it caused me a little bit to realize I can't necessarily jump to conclusions, even though from the outside, like from the initial, that was, it's very hard to me. That's hard to look at. It really seemed like he was beating another human. Now, you know, I've had people zoom in and explain it and like, okay, I understand now. Like, I get it. He was hitting the Yeah, horse. but there's, there's pictures and I'm seeing on social media and people are saying like, this is the pictures that the media won't show you, which is like the border patrol agents, like letting the kids like pet the horses, you right. know, the bridge. So it's, you know, there's just people out there that are just, you know, getting, getting snippets and, and, and everything. Right. So, right. But, so I think. I think it's a very good point to like always do more, always learn more about what's going on. And also too, when we talk about these, always have compassion for the people, but always speak in truth. We speak yeah. in truth and in love that, and that's what God calls us to do. Like it's have a healthy distrust of authority. In yes. Media. Yes. And always have compassion for our brothers and sisters. That's my only concern about some of the things I've been seeing. People are like, you're so stupid. You don't know what a rain is. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't know what a rain is. I grew up in the city. Are you going to explain it to me or continue to laugh at me? I just kind of don't like that. Like I just, that's kind of the vibe. There's a couple of people I follow on social media that have kind of done that. And I'm just like, I don't like that. I don't like that. But the truth is the truth. So the truth is it's not, he was hitting the horse but I do think we need to like we have to do our own research and then when we explain it to people like how Jerry did he didn't talk down he didn't you know I know the something that you don't know he didn't do anything like that he literally just told us the truth in love that's we can do an episode on that because I really would like to like get to the bottom of like what is going on because I don't understand because also, and then we have to wrap it up because I'm pretty sure we've been like at hour 30 at this point. Um, but because I am also confused, like why are they not being allowed in, but people from Mexico are being allowed in? That was kind of confusing to me too, but we can, that's a whole nother episode we can yeah. get into. I would love to be on that episode because I, I was doing a lot of research okay, on so my, you lunch, know about on my lunch break. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And, and I okay. just follow a lot of social media accounts of like independent reporters down there in the border. Um, oh perfect yeah so I, I i'm pretty well well tuned that you'll probably there's probably things that the that you won't find in articles on posted online because like this is what is literally on the ground reporting so. okay okay yeah good because vic and i were both talking about like okay what's like why is this happening what's the difference but we will definitely let's try to do that within the week week and a half i'm sure there's more stuff's going to happen but week week and a half anyway everybody thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed this please make sure you rate review subscribe leave a review if you could seriously leave a review on apple podcast that would be great we are really trying to push ourselves up on the algorithm a little bit um we want this podcast all our different topics i mean jerry's going to tell us some stuff soon that has you're not going to see on regular social media. I, want I got get, the tea. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> we want to get this information out there. So the only way we get this information out there is if you, the listener, shares it. So seriously, please, please, please share it. Tag us. Rate, review, subscribe, comment, 
share with your friends. I think this is another good one to share with Liberal Lizzie. Um, get Liberal Lizzie to fill out the U.S. Uh, the email information for the U.S. Senator because I guarantee you the average Liberal Lizzie, she's not going to want abortion on demand through all nine months. The average human doesn't want that. So this is a good episode to show her. Send her the email. Um, also, to make sure you're donating to our um, to our donation thing. Why am I calling it? to our GoFundMe for the feminine products for the feminine products? Please make sure that I listen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Please make sure you're donating for our feminine products. We really do want to um, give get some pads and tampons. Um, in our next episode that you guys will listen to, we'll actually be talking about period poverty. So it's a really good episode. Um, and I think you guys will all enjoy it. All right, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.